When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this bet was made before the Super Bowl. $500. The bet was on any time touchdown. So in other words, these guys, if they score any time, you get credit. Four-leg parlay. parlay. Hold on, hold on, real fast. This, This song that's playing right now is the Mo Bamba song. Oh, this is the official Mo Bamba song? This is the actual Mo Bamba song. It's called Mo Bamba by Sheck West. This is the one that gets played, that was played in... The name of the song is Mo Bamba? Mo Bamba, yes. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I like that. I hope he gets some rights from it. Yeah. Some money. Hope so. Like my brother Mo. All right, so $500. Okay. Okay. Four-way parlay? Four-way parlay, anytime touchdowns. Okay. Isaiah Pacheco, anytime. Okay, he scored. Parlay. Travis Kelsey, anytime. Scored first. Easy one. Kadarius Tony, anytime. Got one late. And this is the one that blows me away. Sky Moore, who had not scored a touchdown all year long, was the fourth leg. And of he this scored parlay. in the Super Bowl. He scored in the Super Bowl. He ran, he scored on that same play that Kadarius well, Tony did, where he yeah. was wide open. So what did that pay? Two hundred thousand uh, dollars. Good for that guy. Yeah, good for that guy. I I love these. See, this is why I really would like to have the ability. To throw ten bucks, we've seen these crazy bets come through. Parlays, throw they're fun. Throw ten bucks at something, uh, you know, five anytime touchdowns. I needed Parlay. Michael. I needed Patrick Mahomes to throw an interception, and I would have won fifty-five grand in mythical money. Oh, I thought you meant real money. Who cares about mythical? We care we about care. mythical <laughs> money, What are you talking Michael? about? Yeah, go downstairs and spend some of that. Yeah, well, we could have. <laughs> we'll we'll, spend, we'll right, buy dinner at the mythical <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. What was the story about hazing? Okay, so uh, Buck Showalter was uh, at... Well, you do your part of it, and then I'll do okay. my part of it. So the basketball team at uh, New Mexico, University of New Mexico... Is it New Mexico or New Mexico New State? New Mexico State. State. All right, has been canceled yes they've they've just said season over yep there were a couple things that happened one of the players on the team a couple of months ago shot another student and killed him but it was determined that the shooting was in self-defense that he was in danger of being killed himself he shot in self-defense they forgave him and said okay you uh we're not going to charge you so after that happened Apparently, the veterans on the team were hazing the freshmen, making them do stuff, and you know, which is typical in college. If you're ever in a fraternity, you probably got hazed, and and hazing is a big thing in sports. The vets haze the rookies, and a couple of kids decided to transfer. They didn't like it, right? And when the athletic director caught wind of it, he said, "Look, we had a shooting here. You guys are tone deaf. If you went out and hazed kids after this was over, we already had our program under a microscope. And the athletic director basically canceled the entire season, said season's over. If you have them on your schedule, it now goes down as a forfeit. And then yesterday they fired the coach. Right. Um, here's, an, here's a specific incident. incident. Um, the the uh, freshman uh, said his clothing was removed, exposing his buttocks, and they slapped him. Okay. 
Um, so that's the kind of stuff that was going on. Now, Buck Showalter mm-hmm. talked a little bit about this. Uh, and Buck, The baseball manager. The baseball manager. Uh, and listen to what he says about hazing. It's like the, the whole hazing stuff. That's so stupid. Oh, it was done to me. Well, it was stupid when they did it to you. I never understood the rookie hazing BS. Come on, man. The guy's got your uni on. He's trying to help you. Why don't you make his path a little easier? It's like uh, when people say, they, well, they did it to me. Well, it was stupid then, wasn't it? Never been a big hazing fan. Yeah. I. So here's the thing about hazing. And you were in a fraternity. I, I was, was in a fraternity. Michael, you were not in a fraternity. I wouldn't be that weak to join a fraternity. That, you but wait a minute, though, Michael. It. It, this what we're talking about happens in professional sports and in the, no, the in my sport. Okay, wait a minute. In Showtime, the the HBO show that just went on yep. Magic, and this actually happened. Magic has talked about it. Kareem, when he was a rookie, he told Magic, "I need two glasses of orange juice and a newspaper every morning, right at eight o'clock." Mm-hmm. And Magic did it. If Kareem would have asked you to do that when you were a rookie, you wouldn't have done it? I'm 22 years old. Get your own bleeping coffee and newspaper. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, your idol. You a man, I'm a man. That's what uh, Kenyon Martin said. It's, they tried the same crap with him. When yeah. He did the Nets. They told him, get me this, get me that. Kenyon looked at him and says, bleep, y'all. I'm a grown man. Get your own bleeping stuff. Yeah. I oh like that attitude. Oh, my God. To, <laughs> to Buck Showalter's point, so I, I was in a fraternity. I got hazed, um, and I became the president of the fraternity. Right. And I eliminated it on the dot like that is it it is over i'm done seeing people embarrassed yeah. and punished and all that no, stuff. i think yeah. that's the way it's moving i don't think don't hazing, you think it should be moving that way yes and i uh, think if you if somebody let's say max christie hey max we're going on a plane ride make sure you bring the donuts there's nothing wrong with that no no, uh, no i'm not you, talking about that where do you that. draw the line what if what, what about the the this is a, a common thing that happens rookie dinners like they'll Terrible. make the they'll make the number one draft pick, mm-hmm. and they'll he'll take five or six guys out to dinner, and they'll hand them the bill, and sometimes the bill you know, is like ten grand. You know, I don't mind that so much as long as you don't go too far. Wait a like minute. you say, okay, you rookie. shouldn't make no, not like the whole team. I say rookies. Dinner. Let's say a rookie of the defensive backs. Yeah, a, a rookie got to take, take the vets out for dinner tonight. It's three, four, five of us, and you just don't fifty bucks a piece. You know, that's nothing wrong. No, with what that. if it's ten grand? No, that's that's too much. Yeah, that's crazy. I, because there are incidents yeah, where it's, it. it's ten grand, so it's twenty minute, grand. That's abusive. Are like, you telling me? Dinner? Are you telling me that when you were in Portland? And you were a rookie. Rookie Maurice Lucas was around. Lionel Holland, so and they, NBA, NBA the tough veteran guys. Yes, they were. They didn't ask no. you to do unrealistic we things. Like, we they like, didn't even. They didn't even ask. They didn't even ask. We were. We were more mature than this juvenile crap. I, I hate that stuff. Ju- uh, rookie hazing. Like I said, if you want to have a guy bring donuts or in and out on the plane, there's nothing wrong with that. But as far as the other going too far, fifty thousand for dinners or spanking guys on beer but bottles, the problem is, who does that? But the problem is, where's the line? Like so, so Michael says it's acceptable if you tell a rookie to go out and get donuts for yeah, everybody. Right. Okay, it's harmless. All right. Yeah. What if he brings the donuts back to the plane and they say? Go back to In and Out and get burgers for everybody on the whole plane. No, I'm, not, I'm already on the plane. I already got the, yeah, yes. I got the donuts. Yeah, got the donuts. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no. But there are vets that would hold that against you. So what? Ooh. Can you play? Yeah, exactly. Well, In the end, that's really the only part that matters. Is right. can you play? Ooh, he didn't get. He didn't bring my whatever when, uh, when, during training camp. Man, I don't. That. I don't like the the whole idea of embarrassing somebody. Dress no. up like you know, put on a yeah. garter belt or you know, dress like a banana or any of that crap. I I just think why embarrass people? Why deliberately embarrass? What are you people? talking about? I lost a bet to you, and well, you made me a, wear a pineapple well, romper. That's, that's, that's a bet. A bet. 
That's a bet. Right. different That's a than just saying. Making you do it. Uh, the new guys, Jorge, wear a banana suit to work. Yeah. Yeah, Jorge, banana suit tomorrow. All right, tomorrow. You, you got it. You're on that? You're on the banana suit and thing? And go outside and do the bunny hop up and down. Uh... Yeah, I would bet that. <laughs> Again, you lost a bet. Yeah, but that I did different. it. different. That's you, a bet. You yeah. put it on the table. Yeah, you, you were right. willing to take the bet. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Just random Pepe today. I love it. You wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't dare haze Pepe. Pepe wouldn't date, wouldn't put up with that crap. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, what 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 do you think we what can we offer Pepe to get him to stop waving? Oh what do you think? What do you no. think we could do? No. He's, he he's in too in love with the. You think if we each gave him hundred bucks, he'd stop waving? Yeah. He's too much in his own mind thinking that people are waving back. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. too far gone. I, I, by the way, I am so with Pepe on this. Really? I'm so with Pepe you on this. You didn't wave to him when you were there. Yeah. Hey, John, wake up. Pay uh, attention. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I. Oh, is that why you did that? Hey, John, wake yeah. up. Yeah. For when I fall asleep. Hey, John, wake up. Pay attention. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. Hey, man, I got to sleep at some point. So if you if you don't know this story, Pepe Mentia is the uh, color analyst for the Spanish language mm -hmm. broadcast. And uh, when they introduce the announcers, they'll say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the English language call, John Ireland, Michael Thompson. And they will just we'll, stare we'll blankly into no. space. We won't even stare. We'll just keep working and just doing keep, our job. Just staring blankly, yeah. not yeah. recognizing, not acknowledging. No, busy Pepe, working. When they introduce Pepe, he stands up, he waves to the crowd. He, he's up there on the jumbotron. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> he looks like a dictator. Yeah. Look, yeah. And yep. no one, looks and when I say no one, I challenge anyone <laughs> to come up with someone waving. Waving back at him. There is no one. He's waving to no one. Yeah. And yet he does it every, every game. Like he's, oh, my uh, God, Michael. Pay attention. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so glad you recorded stuff with Pepe. Oh, like man. That, that is so awesome. smart. A good sport Pepe, Pepe will play game of games today, too. Oh, he's mad, too, because it's a buzz-in game. Oh, no. Oh, we have no chance against Ireland. He's going to kill us, Name is a, Name is your okay. buzzer thing. Good. Mason actually won yesterday, and Bergman has a big lead. But I won yesterday. I, yeah, I, I have to give you, you won yesterday. Everybody has a chance against Game Show Island because I have to give you a clue, and then you have to guess it. Okay. Okay. So everybody so, has a chance, but Pepe thinks he has no chance today. Coming up next for you, uh, there is an enormous pay cut in the future of one of the best analysts in the NFL. Really? I will explain it coming up next. Aren't the salaries going the other way? Not for this guy. Okay. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Pepe has responded. Uh-oh. Pepe says, just text me, I will never, never, ever stop waving, you fools. Oh, my God. <laughs> Michael Thompson. Yes. Uh, why? What do you call a fake noodle? A fake noodle. What do you call a fake noodle? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. 
and boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured, it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I would say, what do you think, Jorge? An imposter. An imposter. Oh, no, right. <laughs> that's good, Jorge. That's, good, Jorge. that's one of the few times anybody's ever gotten a dad joke right. That's, I like yeah. that. All right, so, uh, Michael, I want to ask you, first, oh, I, the thing I teased. All right, so Tom Brady is going to not call games for this upcoming 2023 season. Taking a year off. Taking a year off. Gap year. Yeah. Uh, so Greg Olson will continue as the number one analyst for Fox. Okay. The moment Tom Brady starts, Greg Olson's salary will go from $10 million a year, a year? to $3 million Whoa. a year. He is getting a- Who agreed to that? A, oh, my God. Apparently something <laughs> in his contract triggers, if he's not the number one analyst anymore, he gets dropped by $7 million. Boy, wow. He needs a new agent. He needs a new Now, I think Greg Olson is... I, I thought this during the game, and I love the way Olson called out the uh, the foul at the end of the game or the penalty at the end of the game, and whether or not where, where did you stand on that? Oh, that's that's a foul, definitely a hold. Did you think it should have been called? Yeah, in the first quarter, fourth quarter, a hold's a hold. It wasn't called in the first quarter. Well, you got it. It was getting away, the, getting away with it in the first yeah, quarter. Maybe maybe the ref didn't see it. Yeah, but yeah, um, it's, a, it's a foul. But foul. regardless, uh, Olson was all over. I thought Olson was great in that game. Olson. Tom Brady will never be the analyst that uh, Greg Olson is. You don't know that. Greg Olson is fantastic. How do you know? You got to give Tom a chance. You guys and your and your Tony Romo, you're still loving Tony yeah, Romo, right. which is ridiculous given the fact that they've come out and had an intervention and tried to get him to do work before games, and he's he just kind of winging it. He, he need, because he's so good at what he, what he does. Greg Olson. You think Charles really, Barkley does a lot of a lot of uh, insight? No, no, that's different. That's different than being a game analyst. That's Jim, totally different. You see how he's lined up with two feet behind the line, <laughs> Jim? If he moves that one foot, that left foot, see it, see it, see the left foot. That means he's going to get a drink. <laughs> and that's right. Just Tony randomly yelling things at Jim. I always feel bad for Jim Nancy. Jim, you see his dad over there in the third row? His dad's giving him hand signals. This is a play they've worked on in the backyard, Jim. Here it comes. That's right. So you finally come around to my position that Tony Romo is out of control and unprepared. Jim, it's third and 19. They might need to throw here, Jim. I don't know if a run will get it done if it was me. Kill, kill, kill. Here comes a run to the left. It is a run to the left. Just off left guard. It's Lynch taking the pile with him. They're going to run the ball to the right. Now he's going back left with the run. Here you go. To the left it is. Richard slipping through tackles. He's a genius, I tell See, the you. The television genius. Yeah, how, does he, how can he tell the future, Mace? So here's the thing. That was probably that probably was not from this year because no, the, well, it was Marshawn Lynch. So yeah, yeah that was so a, few it goes years back ago. a few years ago. Now here's the thing about Romo: he's been removed from the game for a couple of years, right? It's easy if you're just off the field and into the booth, you're gonna know what's coming next potentially. But if it's if you've been out of the game for five years, you actually have to crack the books, study, and not be Nostradamus. Actually just describe what's going on because you don't necessarily know today's offenses. Jim, Joe Burrow is moving left, but he's going to throw to the right. Watch this. He's moving left, and now he'll throw back to the other way. You know how I knew that? 
How, Tony? Because there was nobody open on the left. No one to throw to. See this space right over here? Nothing. You got to go over to the right. Tony Romo is brilliant. There you go. I agree. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. That's why you're mocking him. Mocking. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah, honoring you him. Are, it's an homage. He can predict the future him. when he calls these games. Yeah. There's a cat on the field, Jim. Jim, <laughs> see the cat? Season. Now, if it was a dog, Jim, this would be a pass. But, <laughs> but the fact that the cat is out there, I think it's a reverse, a run. Yeah. And the cat will be involved, Jim. <laughs> so, uh, Michael, you didn't get a chance to talk about the Super Bowl. I, I have a simple question. Oh, I was depressed. <laughs> Is Patrick Mahomes already one of the top three quarterbacks? When Pepe gets introduced at crypto. Yeah, oh, that's exactly it. There you go. There he is, the dictator. Okay. So here's the question. Is Patrick Mahomes already one of the top three quarterbacks in the history of the game? I mean, yeah. He still has you, some you work to yes. do. But yeah, I mean, his, ta- his talent, he's winning two, he's won two Super Bowls. He's going to the uh, finals. Wait a, minute, uh, wait, wait, wait a minute, Michael. You would put him ahead of Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Tom Brady's number no, one. Tom Montana. Brady's number one. Tom, Tom Brady's, Brady's number one. one. But yeah, but I, I put but him you ahead. put him ahead of Manning and oh, Montana. Yeah. I put him ahead of Montana. Now, obviously, he hasn't won four Super Bowls like Montana. But when you look at his skill package, I mean, yeah. we've never seen a quarterback like this. So yeah, he's a top three quarterback ever. Yeah, already. I, I, I don't think he'll get. Agree. I think he'll get there, but I wouldn't put him there yet. I, I think he's there because I think Joe Montana's body of work and Peyton Manning's body of work is better. Peyton Manning, you can make a case for. I, so I yeah. wait a minute. This is what this is Mahomes' seventh year, at least. So after you it's saw fifth. Jordan for seven years, fifth, you didn't think he was only a, his fifth year as I, a I starter. As a starter, it'd be six okay, years old, year old fifth years something like that. So after you saw Jordan for five, six years, you didn't think he was an all-time great when you saw him? No, he had never even been to the finals what? yet. He hadn't been to the finals. He what? had he had not been to the NBA finals until That's year true, seven. That's true, but I'm just talking about watching him play. But the question isn't the winningest yeah. quarterback of all time. It's right. the best quarterback. Right. When you look Michael, at his talent. Michael Jordan, before he started going to the finals and dominating everybody, mm-hmm. wasn't he just George Gervin or Alex English? Oh, no. He was, he was winning the no, scoring title every year. I was playing against him. He was way better than those guys because defensively he could shut you down too. Right. He but, was a great player. But you you're was, ranking him on skills and you're yeah. ranking him on championships. Yeah, but, right. no, but, Michael, you, every great NBA player is judged on winning. Well, that's you can't true. be a great player, and I mean, like a, a an all-timer. A, you can't be a top five all-time player without winning at least a one championship. Title. I mean, that might be unfair because suppose you know it's not tennis, it's not golf. You got to you need help from other your teammates. Right, but why you know why are Barkley and Ewing and Malone and Stockton never in anybody's top because five? Oh, because they're not. Not that good, not that great, well, even though they they're great. Win, they didn't win titles. No, no, even right? if they won a couple of titles, Barkley wouldn't be in the top five or Ewing. No. But as a skill set. Skill John. set. Ireland, skills. Wait a minute. As a skill set, you would not put him, Patri- uh, Patrick Mahomes, in as a top three quarterback of all time. As a skill set. I would not put him ahead of Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, or Joe Montana oh, I would yet. put him ahead of Joe Montana. Yes. Even, Joe Montana, even Joe Montana came out this week. I don't know if this story for you or you, but it, it didn't have arm strength. Uh, he actually right. said, I did not Ireland, have the arm strength. The arm angles, he completes passes, the, yeah, he's the, great. the creativity. I'm not anti-Patrick Mahomes. I'm just saying he's got uh, some more football to play. So you don't think Tiger's better than Jack Nicklaus? I do. Why? He does? He only has 14, 15 majors. And Nicholas has 18. Right, but Tiger has like 72nd place finishes. No big deal. Who cares? Yeah. You got to win, right? According to you. Well, I think that Mahomes will get there one day, oh, but already, I wouldn't. Come on. I, you, you After put what him you've at, seen, you, you don't put him set. Yes. You don't think he's set. Think about it Joe in terms Montana of Montana was 4-0 in the I don't care. He just came out and said, I didn't have right. enough arm strength. Yeah. Or his skills. Well, he did great not to, throw he the had deep. Jerry Rice. He had some great yards after catch. Right. Oh man, Mahomes is special, man. Yeah, 
He is right. He's Brady's hey, number what, one. You know who's going to be Caleb Williams is going to be unbelievable. That's the closest mm-hmm. thing I've seen. You think he's going to be Patrick that good? Mahomes. Things going to be a very Mahomes like. I, I, I'll I say this about Caleb Williams: the best college quarterback I ever saw was Andrew Luck. It, it Trey Aikman was good, but Andrew Luck was better in college. Andrew Luck was better at Stanford than Troy Aikman was at UCLA. Wait a minute. Luck was better than Elway? He was, I, you probably I, too young to remember Elway. No, I, well, Elway and I are the same age. So mm-hmm. he was in, I was going to his games when I was a student. Elway was great. He had a cannon for an arm. Yeah, but, I could run. But Caleb Williams is the best college quarterback I've ever seen. Um, the way he – I mean, what did he have? Maybe 44 touchdowns and two interceptions yes. or something? Yeah. I mean, Did he, not throw picks. And he's never – you can't speed him up. He's never in a hurry. And he is as escapable. I mean, just watching him as a skill set, it is very similar to Mahomes. I remember we asked Bobby Ross, the old Charger coach, I go, Stan Humphreys is kind of a statue back there, isn't he? He goes, he is, but he has good evade. Yeah. And I went, what does that mean? He goes, he can evade guys. That, and that's Caleb Williams. He's got, he's got really good evade. You think you've got him, and you see these linemen, like, like getting real close to him, and that's mm-hmm. it. So look, look at this, Jen. This is like how you ran in high school. Look exactly. at that. Perfect form, extension. I mean, and doesn't even get phased that there's people around. Just oh, look, ooh, look at the cat. change of direction. Does he get both feet in right here at the end, Jim? Well, he turns He's it upfield. <laughs> <laughs> see, you don't get that from anybody. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's Description right. of a cat running across Jim, the field. Jim, see the cat's feet? Now look at the white paws in front. <laughs> don't look at the back. Look at the front. One paw. Only one paw in, Jim. No catch. Yeah, only Ireland could watch Patrick Mahomes uh, operate like this and go, eh, he's going to be all right. Eh. No, he's, the, win some more he's the best yeah. quarterback in the NFL today. Well, but, duh. But, well, Brady just retired. Well, but Brady wasn't like Tom Brady Brady anymore. will never be surpassed. No, I don't think I so. I don't think Mahomes will surpass Brady. Not seven Super Bowls. Yeah, seven. No, he's Especially not going to catch Especially not him. in the AFC no. with Josh Allen yeah. Joe, and Lamar Jim Burrow, Jackson, Jim Burrow, potentially Burrow. Joe Burrow, yeah. Yeah, Those too many, guys. Yeah, but the AFC is loaded. Uh, what's his name? Ter- Trevor Lawrence is on the way up now. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is coming. going to be tough. Yeah. All right, uh, coming up next for you, John, some disturbing news. Mm, yeah, I don't know exactly what to do with it about the Dodgers and cheating. Uh, we will what? do that coming up next for you. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESP. All right, Mace. Okay, Michael. It is the year 2017. Yes, Let me is. remind Mr. Ireland over here who just says, Patrick Mahomes, eh, he needs some eh, more work to do. Before I, I, can, he, I would not put him ahead on my all-time list. I have him fourth. fourth. Is that, uh, and you would he's, have him first? I would, not, I would have him second to Brady so far, but he has more skills than Brady. Montana and Manning. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah, have him okay. third. Anyway, the year is 23rd, me yeah. and you, Mace. The year is 2017. With the, with the first pick, the Cleveland Browns select Miles Garrett. Okay. The second pick, the Bears select Mitchell Trubisky. Pitching, picking third, Jorge's team picks Solomon Thomas. Whoops. Who, 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 you remember what school he went to? What position? Solomon Thomas. Sounds no. like Alabama. Defensive but... and Stanford. Okay. With the fourth pick, Jacksonville Jaguars pick Leonard Fournette. With the fifth pick, Tennessee picks Corey Davis, wide receiver from Western Michigan. Yeah. With okay. the sixth pick, the New York Jets pick Jamal Adams. Seventh, the L.A. Chargers pick Mike Williams, receiver. Good call. Eighth uh, pick, the Carolina Panthers select Christian McCaffrey. Uh-huh. And the ninth, the Bengals select John Ross, wide receiver out of Washington. Never and with the tenth pick. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. 
At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Patrick Mahomes to the Chiefs. All right, so if you did that draft over again, Mahomes would go one, One. Garrett would go two, Two. McCaffrey McCaffrey, three. That would be be the top three. Those teams. You think those teams regret... Oh. Not seeing what Andy well, Reid saw. this is why I, I approve of Les Snead's philosophy. What's F that? them picks. Half the time they <laughs> nail them. Half the time they don't. F them picks? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, if you're if, if it's a crapshoot, and it literally is. I mean, you go through any NBA draft, yeah. and you do look at the top 20 players, Yeah. 10 of them don't hit. Yeah, I mean, there are a couple... Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't even say there are a couple of no-brainers. There's usually... The number one pick can go south. Like mm-hmm. we got D'Angelo, we got D'Angelo Russell a... back this year, and I I think D'Angelo's a really good player. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's already in his fifth team. Yeah, he was the second pick in the draft. Yeah, I wonder why he didn't work in Minnesota because him and Carl Towns were best buddies. He was putting up career numbers yeah, in Minnesota. Yeah, he's playing well. It's weird how they yeah. just gave up on him. I'm I think the Lakers are looking to have him. I hope the Lakers extend him. So we'll I see. I, I want to ask you guys something. Uh, this is a Lakers related question. Well, also don't forget you said something about the Dodgers and cheating. Oh yeah, do I'll do that also. Okay. Okay. So um, this is what Patrick Beverly said on a uh, pod. I guess his own podcast. Is that what it is, Bergman? Yeah. Yes, his own his podcast. Own show. Uh, he was asked about. Oh, do we have Yeah, we have the sound. Yep, oh, okay. Here's uh, Patrick Beverly talking about his time with the Lakers. Trading's always different. And uh, I caught a vibe with the team. It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. I wish he would have won a lot more games. Obviously. He uh, Why do you think he didn't? I don't know. It wasn't basketball. Hmm. It wasn't basketball. One basketball. It was other s***. But other s*** you really can't, like, pin and point out. You know, comes and goes. You know, hmm. A little bit here, a little bit there. So everything maybe just didn't click in the right way? Yeah, just the vibes are sometimes on, sometimes off. And inconsistent vibes. Interesting. The inconsistent play. So he's saying not basketball. There was other stuff going on. Um, and we had heard that Patrick Beverly was not necessarily the most um, chemistry. He was I, not a chemistry guy. I actually liked him. I um, But they did not. They Well, he got into it with management a couple of times. Yeah. They did not. Um, and I think that probably led to him being traded. But I, Michael, I thought Pat Bev played well for us when we had him. I, yeah, I, you know. he's, he's, a, he's an instigator. He's an irritator. I like him. Yeah, he's, he's the type of guy, Mace, when he's on your team, mm-hmm. you like him. And when he's on the other team, you just hate his guts. Well, I think we're the, I think the Lakers are better off without him. Well, we're going to find out because, uh, you know, we've got 24. It's a, it's a sprint. 24 but, games to the end. But were you guys aware that the vibes were off? That was, I mean, I'm not close enough to necessarily know this stuff. The vibes were off, that there was blank going on. You can't no. pinpoint Yeah, I don't it. know. I, Comes I, and goes. I'm trying to figure here, out what he could there. be referencing. I well, mean, it's, I mean they're, they're, he could be referencing Russell Westbrook. Maybe. I mean, Russell Westbrook. Uh, By the, the way, did, Sean, did Shams come out today and say it's unlikely he's going to sign somewhere? Woj. Uh, Oh, Russell Westbrook. I no, I have, I have a different note. Okay. Um, 
But no, I didn't hear Shams say that. Yeah, yeah, that's what he I, said. I heard Travis yeah. make reference to it today. I, can't, I, I mean, I don't know who would want Westbrook for the stretch run. Well, Chicago was the team that was inquiring because Billy Donovan is the coach there, and Donovan had coach him in Oklahoma before, City. Yeah. I wish the Warriors would pick him up. They could I, uh, use somebody with his attitude. I ran into Scott Brooks the other day, who was an assistant in Portland. I was talking to Scott, and he loves Russ. He said, yeah. you know. He could use him. Pat Riley, he'd go down there and respect uh, Eric Spolster. They could use a feisty guy like that. The weird thing, that, the well, hard thing. What, is, what, what is that face, Mace? Come the hard on. thing to understand about Westbrook what is. What year is it? His days are gone, no, man. He's 33. And, he's, and I, I mean, like uh, Dave McMenamin says, he's a vampire. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and Russ's wife came out and got mad at oh, McMenamin, yeah. and uh, I, I thought. So do a bunch of NBA players, too. Right, but McMenamin's, I yeah, mean, he's, Dave's not making that up. No. Yeah. I mean, somebody. Yeah. Uh, Dave, somebody Dave's said just it. reporting what he heard. Exactly. I mean, I. It, it, it so seems sensitive. a little. It seems a little shoot the messenger. Here's, to me. here's what Dave said. And as one source told me, you remove a vampire from the locker room. Uh, that meaning a vampire sucks the blood, the blood out of the locker room. Uh, Russell Westbrook moves on. Clearly, was not working. Yeah, and uh, and but he didn't make that up. That term is something that somebody right. else somebody said. said yeah. yeah, Dave. Dave did not decide to go on television and make up a story about Russell Westbrook Man. being a vampire. He just reported something he someone did told nothing him. Wrong, and everybody's so all players are so sensitive now. Ooh, don't say this that. This is me. what uh, Russell Westbrook's wife says. I have school aged children who have to listen to their peers repeat the nasty things that you guys say on television about their father. I guess I will prepare myself to explain to my five-year-old that his dad is not actually a vampire. <laughs> not actually. <laughs> I, I would hope that you would explain that. You would that. explain yeah. that, exactly. And I'm, I'm, I'm a Westbrook fan. I hope, I hope that somebody does give yeah. him a chance. And by the way, Mace, you, you saying that he's done, look at the numbers. I mean, his numbers are actually Again, decent. Again, numbers are different from uh, being a vampire. Uh, there, <laughs> there are You can put up numbers and not necessarily be the best thing going for your right, team but and these, in this case i think it was addition by subtraction yeah but maybe for the lakers but some of these teams have have guards that can't play you think I russell mean, westbrook's Russ not going to get into it with whatever the next coach is no, the way he, he would. did with darvin ham well no, oh, I, what, I, he's I, changed his ways all of a sudden he, so let's say he goes to miami playing for spolstra with pat riley looking he's over a his shoulder descending superstar yeah, right descending but i mean i and and clearly was a drain. Okay, using the so, vampire drain <laughs> on the Lakers. All the things room. you're saying, people were saying about Carmelo Anthony three years ago when he couldn't get a job, and when somebody finally took a chance on him, he went to Portland. He played well. He came to the Lakers. He played well. Um, Carmelo played for two more years. Right, but is is Westbrook ever really going to make that transition, or is he always? Well, he, is it always under the surface? Is he always seething? I cannot believe well, I'm not starting. In the case of Melo, until he decided to accept his role, nobody was going to give him a game. And I think that's where Westbrook so, might be. So yeah, I think I, to Michael's point, I think Russ will. He'll say, yeah, whatever you guys need me to do, I'll mm-hmm. I'll do it. No problem with uh, the vampire thing. No, I I don't either. No. Come on. Yeah. yeah somebody, so somebody around there said yeah, of course. it. Right. He didn't yeah. make it up yeah. out of whole cloth. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, Dave's been around too long to be making crap up. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I, I thought that was a red herring. Yeah, me too. Me too. What All is right. a red herring? It's something that somebody made something out of that isn't, that shouldn't be. But why red? I don't know. Just a, It's a phrase. Red herring yeah, origin. What, what color is a herring usually? A clue 
or a piece of information that is or is intended to be misleading why not or a red, distracting. Why not a red trout or a red grouper? Yeah, it's a good. That's a good. Or red salmon. Well, it's, exactly. let's start it. <laughs> yeah, let's do you run with that. Michael. Red grouper. <laughs> red, it's red a red grouper. grouper. Yeah. Red red barracuda. Yeah, we'll not tell, not a, we'll yeah. tell Pepe to work that why in. Not red an orange grouper. herring. What's, what's, yeah. What colors are usual herring? Silver or something? I you know I honestly Michael. I well, do look not, it up. Look I up herring. Not, I'm, I've got it. I'm on the Wikipedia page for herring. Does have a picture of a herring? No, it does not have a picture. Yeah. It is a fish, right? Yeah. yeah, it is red. I'm looking at it. It is red. So, uh, so it is a red. So they do have red herrings. Yeah, they do. So then it's not a not yeah, a. Yeah, it doesn't thing. make a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the figurative sense of red herring was thought to originate from a supposed technique of training young scent hounds. There are variations of the story, but according to one version, the red herring would be dragged along a trail until a puppy learned to follow the scent. Mm-hmm. So, red herring. But didn't you say it's not a red herring, or it's it's a red herring? A red herring is something the, the that is distracting. That, that oh you my would... God, Michael, pay attention. <laughs> yeah, <I was laughs> a red herring, a red herring is something you would throw out there to yeah, deceive. This, this but that wasn't a deceit. I'll say, I'll say the re- like to say the reason that uh, that the Lakers have a losing record this year is all Russell Westbrook's fault. Mm-hmm. That's a red herring. No, it's, it's only not partly all his fault. his fault. Yeah, exactly. But it's a not red- hundred. Pat Beverly was also part of it. Yeah. A red herring would be if you said it's all Westbrook. You remove Westbrook, you'll start winning every game. That's not true. But they teach clearly. <laughs> but clearly. I thought, but I thought they used the red herring to teach the dog how to do things right. Yeah, if you're looking for logic here, you ain't gonna find it. <laughs> oh, like I'm silver lining. I feel like I'm back in class. Oh my god! How, how would you know? You never went to class. <laughs> the one time I went. Did you know what? <laughs> he's a he's a scholarship athlete. He didn't have to go to class. No, of course not. I went a couple of times when it wasn't cold. When when he had to sell his tickets, he'd go to class. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's uh, we'll break here. Coming up next, we're gonna do what's up, fool. Uh, and I'll save that Dodger cheating thing for three o'clock. Mason, Ireland, seven ten, ESPN. Thanks, Chris. All right, so Eric Bieniemy is always in the news for not being a head coach, and now it looks like the Wolf's off OC position is his if he wants it, according to Jonathan Jones of NFL on CBS. Wolf is Washington football team, Michael. It's not uh, they're the Commanders now, but I don't like it. Uh, so this kind of seems like a lateral move to me. But uh, and on and Robert Griffith III said this. Eric Bieniemy should only leave Kansas City for a head coaching opportunity. Miss me with that gotta prove himself narrative. 15 of the 21 head coaches hired in the last three years were first time head coaches. Bieniemy has proven himself more than every single one of them. But where is the better spot for Bieniemy between you guys, Washington or Casey? So for me, it is Washington. He is never going to get credit for his uh, offensive mind uh, with. Andy Reid because Andy Reid is the guy who calls the plays and you know for me I don't know why he's been passed over so many times but the opportunity to go somewhere else to be successful apart from Andy Reid is probably his best road to becoming a head coach himself 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on Shopify Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
Um, I agree with most of that. There, I think the issue with Eric Bieniemy is two pronged. One, and Mace addressed it, uh, Michael, is that if you if you are the offensive coordinator for Andy Reid, it's a lot like being the GM for Pat Riley. Mm-hmm. Riley's the president and in charge of everything. The Heat. If you're the GM, everybody knows that Pat Riley's making all the decisions, so you can have that title, but no one's going to respect you because Pat's going to get the credit or get the blame for whatever happens in Miami. I think that's what's happened in Kansas City, don't you? Yeah, probably. And then the second thing is, and Mason and I talked about this on the show yesterday, Eric Bieniemy has a pretty decent rap sheet from when he was from younger. 30 years ago. Oh, come on. Really? Uh, what would he do? Beat up somebody? No. That, well, he he threatened uh, he, he threatened to choke a parking lot attendant. He um, was involved in some sort of recruiting oh, alcohol and stuff. like. Yeah. He's got on, probably man. seven or eight things, but Mace hit it. The long, he's got a DUI that he oh, that he got when he was a coach. Okay, come on. Okay, he's not. He hasn't got another one since. You can't flush a guy uh, down the toilet yeah. because I, of stuff that happened I agree 30 with years all ago. that. But there are a lot of guys who have been canceled for less. So I think that what happens is people add it up. They say, "Well, Eric Bieniemy had a lot of trouble when he's younger. Works with Andy Reid." I could get somebody who doesn't have that baggage, and no. then they pass him over. No, so I, I'm with you, Mace. I think he should go to Washington because he needs a new narrative. Michael, where do you think he should be, Washington or KC? Yeah, well, he needs to. He got his two rings with Kansas City. Now it's kind of time for him to break out on his own to show that he can be a good offensive coordinator that could lead to a head coaching position. And I'm trying to remember, yeah, Ron Rivera, who's the coach in Washington, is a defensive guy, so Eric Bannon would get all the credit. Yes. Which is good. He can turn uh, Heineke into Mahomes. Well, according to, uh, yeah, according to you, that would make him the greatest <laughs> quarterback block. ever, Taylor <laughs> Heineke. That's right, one yeah. of them. What's up, fool? I have to turn my mic on. So this is a very help. Uh, yeah, right. This is very exciting news for me and my daughter Riley. She's 11 years old, and she tried out for a lead role for choir uh, or pro- choir performance coming up in May. It's the SpongeBob SquarePants musical, and she got the role of Plankton, which I'm very, Plankton. very excited for. I'm very yeah. proud of her. I, Greg, you're gonna think I'm kidding, but I'm not. I would like to go to this. How many shows are there? There's going to be two i believe okay so and it's in as soon may. as you know when they are let me know yes yeah, so i think it's may 18th but anyway so okay. that, that was the question how many tickets should i put you all down for me one for <laughs> me for sure okay um, and if i can't go i'll buy it i'll pay for it perfect uh, okay. one one for me also yeah three. Put, three yeah three is yeah. you gonna go is the play in san Clemente? <laughs> no no it's, it's in, in north west hollywood oh, no man. it's in westlake in whoa! Oh, I, I retract my one. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. also don't. Yeah. I can't go to Westlake. <laughs> That's right. another. If it was any yeah, other day, it's a long distance there, guys. <laughs> so I would go. So is Pl- I don't know my SpongeBob SquarePants. Is Plankton a, a main big role? Yes. 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 Yeah. That's that's right up there. And He's like the villain. Plankton is, is the a, villain. Is she a great singer? She's a good singer. How old is she? She's eleven. Eleven. Why didn't yeah. she get the lead part? This is what she tried out for. Oh, so she got plankton. she got a lead role as plankton. Oh, so that's don't fantastic. try and poo poo yeah, it, Michael. Do not, oh, yeah, Michael. do not rain on plankton's <laughs> parade. Plankton, stop! <laughs> it is a wonderful thing. I'm very very proud of her. I really have two. Can we give away Riley. tickets on the show? Is what? Can we give away two tickets on the show? Uh, I mean. That'd be weird. Yeah, that it would be weird. That. Yeah, we can't give tickets to an 11 no. year old oh, show. And, and we've yeah. gone through this before. Yeah. Let's right. not we're do not that again. Again. Yeah, 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 we're gonna end. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna end up with everybody on another conference on a Zoom call. call with a thousand faces <laughs> on the screen. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? Okay, so you were arrested without explanation. Okay. okay. What would your friends and family think you've done? 
Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I, I no, I know it. Well, Mesa's possession. Yeah, your yeah, yours would. There's be. no such thing as possession anymore. anymore. You can't have too much. No. <laughs> uh, Trust me. No. My what we mine would be traffic related. Like I was driving in the carpool yes. lane solo, or I was doing ninety and uh, didn't Kobe 60. catch it once? Yeah, Kobe literally outed me in a in a gaggle. There were like twenty reporters around me, and he goes, and I was in the front of it, and he said, "Hey, Ireland," because yeah, he goes, uh, "What time did you get here today?" I go, I don't know, regular time, five o'clock. He goes, "Yeah, you know why? You drove in the carpool lane solo. I yep. saw you. You drove right by me." I go, "My son wasn't in the car." That was my defense mechanism. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he goes, "Nope, I looked." And the thing ends, and he walks up to me. He goes, you know how I know? And he goes, I was right behind you. No, for me, it would definitely be car-related. I'm a terrible driver. Um, oh, we know. I just warn <laughs> – shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just warn everybody in advance. If you see me coming, be very, very careful. Michael, would yours be uh, DWB? No, it'd probably be uh, – yeah, well, I've already been pulled over for that. Uh, but it'd probably be uh, check fraud. Probably trying to cash some checks from the Bahamian Bank. That's what they would assume? <laughs> they would make that assumption? Well, That's right. Yep. Do you ever hear the time he went and played for a year in Italy? Yeah. And they shortchanged him a lot of money. How much Two, money? $210,000. Wow. So he goes over to Italy to get his money. He said, hey, you guys shortchanged me. And mm -hmm. he said, Michael, we're very sorry. Here's your check. Mm -hmm. And he brings the check back to the U.S. and it bounced. Bounced again. Wow. Like a, like a Super Bowl. Wow. But you, Greg? Um, uh, probably something to do with rage, rage? where I just went, where I just went crazy and got angry and like tried to they beat someone up. They would assume you just, yeah, it was rage. Yeah, it was rage. Road uh, rage. I, I bring it to. It could be road rage. It could be just regular rage. Just you generally don't mind. bring it to the show every day. I don't. I bring plenty. Some to the show not, every not day. rage. <laughs> yeah, no, not rage. No, not rage. But I mean, you see how it is. Like there's, it's bubbling down deep inside there, and it's gonna pop out one day. <laughs> it has it has bubbled out during the afternoon show a couple of times. Yeah, towards you. Yeah, towards yeah. me. Um, Jorge, what about you? Uh, I don't know. I, well, you asked the damn question. I know, but it's for you guys, for not for yourself. me. No. I know. You're supposed to have an answer for your own questions. I, I don't know. I guess uh, DUI. I don't know. Oh, Maybe. Yeah. Too many tequilas. Too many tequilas. <laughs> don't yeah. drive. Exactly. Don't drive. Yeah, there's no, I mean. Yeah, don't drink and drive. You might spill your drink. <laughs> just oh, <laughs> well, no. in, in all seriousness, Joking. you really should not get a DUI in 2023. There's so many ride-sharing apps. Uber! Yeah, that, like Morales drinks almost every night, but he's always in an Uber. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is really smart. Is that something to be proud of? <laughs> yes. Well, yes. Mor Morales drinks every night. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's proud of it. Morales he's responsible. Is, he's kind of a... a Party guy, don't you, Michael? Don't you have wine every night? Yeah, no, no, you're kind no. of a wine. I used right? to just have wine when I'm on the road. At home, I hardly ever drink a glass of wine. Do you ever drink by yourself? Oh yeah, you mean like on the road or by myself? Yeah, I'll have a glass by myself. Sure. Well, you. So that's a warning sign. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Drinking by yourself. One, one glass of wine by yourself is a warning sign. Wino. Wino there. What's up, fool? <laughs> All right. So Rob Manfred was asked by Jeff Passan today about the league's blackout rules and. Try and figure out his response here. Okay. He said, blackouts are the kind of opposite side of the coin of reach. Yep. We need to deliver product to fans who want to watch on platforms that they customarily use at a realistic price. Yep. That is our number one priority. Mm -hmm. Tell me what that what he's trying to say there. I well, think he's saying no more blackouts. And, and here's something else. Bally's Sports is about to go bankrupt. Right. Then like, that, that, and so to localize it, the the networks that bring you the Angels, the Ducks, the Clippers, the Clippers, they're about to go through a bankruptcy. Hmm. Um, Does that mean the games will go off? 
it means they're going to have to find another outlet. And what is really? being talked about to uh, the question that Greg asked is they may do it on a pay-per-view basis. In other words, you— Oh, that's terrible. But that's, that's so bad for the product. But that's how they're going to get their money back. Wow. Um, so you'd have to pay to see a Clipper game? If you want to. But you don't have to pay for it if you don't want to. I will be in that club. Yeah. So that's why. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're, they're, they got to do something because Bally's is going under. Sinclair, who owns them, who bought, they just severely underestimated how much this would cost. This isn't just in Los Angeles. This is going to happen. This is going to affect like 30 cents. I would pay them to not watch a Clippers game. Well, they'll take your money because they're going to need to get it back. <laughs> exactly. They looked yeah. good last night beating my, I mean, beating the Warriors. Yeah. What's up, fool? All right, so I ended up watching a rom-com last night. And, oh, nice. And Which I, one? Uh, that I, it, So I didn't, and neither ones that you want, that you told me to you do. You didn't watch any of the ones that we said? No. Sh- what you, what, what'd you, I went on my what own. What did you pick? I went on the Netflix one. It's a, the number one on what Netflix right now. It's called Your Place or Mine. Mm-hmm. Lisa with, just watched it. Yeah, with Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. I heard it's Drek. It was fine. You did what I it needed it to do. I heard it is absolute dread. It's fine. I saw about 20 minutes of it. It looked fine. Yeah, it was I fine. It, it did what it was exactly what it needed to do. It was extremely predictable. It was a typical rom-com. Yeah. So the question is, what do you need for a rom-com to be to make it good? Uh, I need for there to be... I think the key to a rom-com is what they call the meet-cute. Like, the two people meet each other in some weird way. They have a car yeah. accident, or they mix up their mail, or something. It's coffee. a meet-cute. Yeah, spill a coffee. It's the meat cute is the thing that makes a rom-com. Do they have to be cute, too? Good looking. Ideally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, Nobody wants to watch ugly people hook there's, up. There's no, uh, there's no rom the, without the, beautiful uh, people. Right. So uh, Michael and I happen to be experts in this particular I, subject because we do, this up. we do nothing Hallmark. but watch Hallmark movies. Yeah. And here is a fail-safe for a rom-com. Okay. Super attractive girl who in real life would never be without a boyfriend Mm -hmm. finds herself with a jerk. And sometimes in the first 20 minutes, the jerk goes full jerk and breaks up with her. Yes. And you think she is devastated. But then she goes back to her small hometown Mm -hmm. where, lo and behold, an even better looking guy who she used to know when she was a kid just happens to be visiting. And originally they don't like each other. Right. Right. And... They live happily ever yes. after. Yeah. And as is typical in Hallmark movies, there will be no bedroom scene at all. There will be no clothing removed. They will make out once and then decide to live well, happily ever after. Well, first right of all, your premise is wrong because we mm-hmm. initially said a hot girl who will never be single. Right. Well, no, no. Who would never be single in real life? Well, how do you explain Gracie Hunt? In real life, by the way, there are a lot of beautiful women that are single. Yeah, I spend uh, Gracie this Hunt. Good news for you, Bergman. Gracie Hunt is just waiting for Bergman. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Waiting for we Bergman. better make his move. Yeah. Waiting and waiting and waiting. How fun would it be yeah. to date Gracie I don't Hunt? Think she's waiting she's at 24. All. She's going to own the Chiefs one day. Mm-hmm. So she's like got billions yep. and she's great looking. Yeah. That should that would be your life. Yeah. We'll, A friend of mine who I know dated one of the who are the the Maras, the Maras Rooney and Kate. Uh, Kate. Dated Kate. Yep. And said it was the greatest year of his life because she would say <laughs> on like Friday night, "You want to go to the Steelers game?" Yep. And my buddy would go, sure. She goes, or do you want to go to the Giants game? We'll take the jet. We go to both. <laughs> yeah. And he did every weekend. He went to a different NFL game right. and sat in a box. And, and we on said it was unbelievable. Jet. Yeah. Not, not said it was un- that's the, that Bergman, that's the life that awaits you when you get Gracie Hunt. <laughs> so Sounds who was fantastic. in this movie? Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to which one? Sounds she's good in, uh, isn't she the one in The Morning Show? It's pretty good. Yeah, but she's not, yeah. 
I'll By tell you way, what, she may be one of I the watched most successful a women in Hollywood. A very She's- famous rom-com the other day that yep. I hadn't seen in a lot of years. I watched You've Got Mail. Yeah. Do you remember who plays Tom Hanks's driver, his sidekick in that show, in that movie? In that movie? No. Very surprising. Would never do it today. He got him right before he went global. Tom Cruise. Nope. Anthony Hopkins. Vince Vaughn. Dave Chappelle. Oh. Dave Chappelle. Wow. Nice. Oh, wow. I watched the Red movie last week. You've seen oh, yeah? every movie. Yeah. Ireland wow. did Andy Kamenisky said he saw it. You ever see this movie called The Menu? Oh my God! It's so good. What a crazy it movie! So you see that good. Good. Ray, movie? Ray Fines, right? Ray Fines. I know. It is so crazy. It's so not what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Did you like it? It was yeah. Because I asked Andy Kamenisky, I said, "Why would people like do what the chef was telling him to do?" And he, he pointed out a good place. Well, why do people like in the Jonestown with that guy in South yeah, in the, Guyana? Uh, the you get Kool Aid and, and these, all that. These people get in cults and they just follow the leader. Right. His yeah. chefs. Well, if you study like any that. of that uh, Keith Raniere stuff, mm, I don't even know who that is. Oh, that there's been a bunch of stuff that's been really well in this. He was a cult leader. That that use young women to get him young women, oh. and then he would brand them. Oh, creepy! And yeah. he's in jail forever now. But, but, like but Michael, they're, Michael, they're on an island. He and, was part and of going yeah. for right. that exact right. thing. Michael, they're on an island. There's nowhere to go. Right. Yeah. yeah and there's also, no way to get out. And so when he's telling movie. you to do, you're actually going there because you want him to tell you, you know, what think, to eat and how to do it. I think I should start a cult. Cult is probably a you good. Would? That's good business. A friendly you cult. And yeah, you can make a lot of money. I think operating a cult, can't you? What would be the thing that binds you together? Getting high. <laughs> trapeze. Chewables. A trapeze. Trapeze. <laughs> a trapeze and chewables. Yeah, some some gummies. What's up, fool? All right, that'll do it. That's it. I mean, there's more, but we're out of time. Do you think if Bob Marley was alive today, he'd be going, he'd be doing the gummies, Stephanie or he'd still be in. doing the? Uh, smoke? I think he'd still be smoking. So, yeah. Snoop yeah. does. Snoop smokes. He yeah. still smokes. Does do the chewables. Yeah, yeah like I, I think probably it's harder core to smoke. It was really bad for my voice to smoke. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I that's why I switched over to gummies. Yeah. So Bob Marley was ahead of everybody, huh? Bob Marley, but there's an exhibit in town, a Bob, big Bob Marley show. Are you making this Yeah, I'm sign? telling you the like break because break? We, we stopped the, all okay, the Bob. Spaghetti, guy. spaghetti. Spaghetti. Yeah, spaghetti, okay. we're breaking the spaghetti. All right, uh, coming up next for you, the Dodgers and the cheating story that has come out. I want to bounce this off you guys. I don't know how to feel about it. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN.